everyone. Welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Monday. It's June 21st. It's 2021. And we have six baseball games to talk about here on today's slate. Joined by my good buddy, Will Priester, Chief Justice of Six. What's happening, my friend? Nothing much, man. Excited to be on uh, Six Gamer. Like, man, this is going to be a great pod. A good way to start out the week. And um, happy Father's Day to you. I know we're recording a little bit the day before, but, uh, you know, I have uh, haven't really met your son officially, but uh, maybe I'll get to meet him at some point. But I do get to see him from time to time in the camera. So, uh, you know, good times, man. Good times. He does like to come on and wave. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, man, I appreciate you, um, you know, Hopping on Father's Day, I know that um, you know your dad as well. So happy Father's Day to you! I know that everybody's probably listening to this podcast on a Monday, but uh, happy Father's Day to all the dads out there. Uh, we got a fun week planned this week. You know, we started off here with a nice six-game slate. This is episode number nine hundred and ninety-nine for the podcast. Tomorrow is episode one thousand. We're gonna have Will. And Grant, join me tomorrow. Do a three-man booth. Have some fun. We're going to give away some RG Premium. It'll probably run longer than an hour, let's be honest. Um, but we were, we were just chatting, and we were having some fun talking um, before the show, before we started recording. And you're like, do you remember your first one? And I was like, I remember that it was with Beer Makers Fan. And I just I found it, Will. April 4th of 2016 was the first Morning Grind podcast. So I've been doing the Morning Grind podcast Monday through Friday for five plus years now. And, um, you know, it's, it's fun. It, it, it is fun. I couldn't find it at first. I thought it was 2017, but 2016, April 4th, opening day for baseball was the first ever morning grind. And um, we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you without you listeners. So um, can't wait to give out some RG premium tomorrow. We're going to give out five um, RG premium. So uh, we're going to have some time. fun. We're going to have some fun. I might actually like, go through some all old like rg stuff and maybe i'll do some rg giveaway stuff too from like stuff that i have laying around that i don't even use anymore so wasn't fun <laughs> yeah man for sure but we got um we got a nice little six game slate today this one is a nice way to come off the weekend of nascar and you know get back on it um with some some baseball here so let's jump in we get started with houston at baltimore we have a 10 total in this game houston's a 150 favorite it's joke jake odorizzi against keegan aiken um any interest here in odorizzi i actually i feel like for the price maybe maybe if he was at keegan's price i think i'd take it uh because they're using him as as feels like more long relief now I, I don't know if i want to get involved I, I do think he has some upside but at this price I, I just rather do something different so that's why i think i'm going to pass yeah i mean he's 5900 he's super cheap i get it you know it's not like he's a big strikeout guy baltimore hit like a gazillion home runs over the weekend it's not like we have a ton of options at pitcher on the slate but I do think there's some better options than um, Jake Odorizzi here. So I'm probably going to pass on Odorizzi. I agree with Vegas. I think this game is going to be one of the highest scoring games on the slate. So, you know, for that, I'm probably out here. And then Keegan Aiken on the other side, he faces a team 
that has a low strikeout rate against left-handed pitching. He is he's continues to be a pretty decent strikeout pitcher, but still is struggling with command. So he's walking a lot of people, has a really high whip, um, and like that just runs him into trouble. Like in Cleveland the other night, he was pitching okay, and you know some walks and some hits, and it just turned into eight earned runs really really quick. So um, I'm out on Keegan Aiken. I don't play left-handed pitchers against Houston. And even, you know, this guy is not going to be a guy that's going to make the build for me. Absolutely. Going to be a no on Keegan Aiken. I mean, I saw Houston just absolutely pummel Dallas Keuchel earlier today. And I just, I can't do it, man. Houston legitimately just, they're just a low strikeout team mostly. And and that's not going to bode well for a guy that's struggling with command, and, and may have to pound the zone a little bit. You know, I'm not sure how often he's going to get in a four, uh, a three, two situation, but if he's struggling with command, I got to think it hit, he hits it a couple times in, at the bad end of a series. And, and lo and behold, like you talked about in Cleveland, you look up and five runs, six runs, eight runs. I can see the same thing happening all over again. And they're in Baltimore. I, I, uh, I'm, I'm out on Keegan Aiken for sure. Yeah, let's talk Houston Bats. Um, Kyle Tucker expected to be activated this series. Maybe they give him one more day because it is a lefty-lefty matchup, so we'll have to kind of pay attention to that. Um, You know, McCormick is someone that I really like. He's 3,100. He should bat in that two-hole. Obviously, Altuve, Correa. I don't mind Brantley in a lefty-lefty, but, I mean, the Houston stack, really not that expensive here. Gary L., um, you could definitely make this Houston stack work with, you know, quite a few of these guys under that like 4k range. Yeah, for sure. I, I'm, I'm in on Cleveland. Uh, one of my favorite, I mean, I'm in on Houston, excuse me. Uh, one of my favorite targets on the day, and it's probably going to be a lot of people's favorite targets. So, um, I think this is a spot where let's say we come in tomorrow and we feel like this stack is a little bit overowned. I think, you know, playing some Martin Maldonado, Miles Straw, Abraham Toro, getting getting a little bit more exposure to the bottom of the lineup rather than maybe the top mid is probably good for us. If Michael Brantley was 4,500, I think less people would be on him in a lefty-lefty. Because he's 3,900, I think a lot more people will be in on him. You know, Michael Brantley is typically my lefty-lefty special anyway. So uh, if I'm going to play anybody from this team, it's always going to be him just because I feel like he's always underpriced and gets the production we need. So uh, I, I think for me in this spot, if, if the top of the order is a little bit over on bottom of the order is going to be exactly where I look to target first. Baltimore side of things, Oda Rizzi, a guy that gives up a lot of power to both sides of the plate, really struggles with righties. I like Baltimore a lot in this spot. Mancini, Mountcastle, if Hayes is in there, He's another guy that I like, so I I like Baltimore. I think they're going to be good here. Mullins coming off of a really big weekend, um, you know, four home runs over the weekend, and yeah, I think Baltimore is a really strong play here. Yeah, I'm with you, man. I'm just going to echo everything you said. I, I love Baltimore, uh, and I will talk about Cedric Mullins. Like, what a weekend, right? I mean, I think the, the only person that may have had a better weekend was Kyle Schwarber. Not sure if you heard, but Kyle Schwarber hit like five home runs in two days. Um, you know, other than that, man, I mean, Cedric Mullins had, had a great weekend, so he would definitely be on my list. Yeah, um, I, I like Baltimore a lot. We'll see how it kind of plays out, but I, I, I do like the spot for them a bunch. 
Uh, moving on, we got Cleveland at Chicago taking on the Cubs. Uh, Seville against Alize. No total in this game because it's in Chicago night before. But I've seen a couple places with a 10.5 total, and you know that is making me instantly go look at the weather really quick. Uh, Will, why I pull, pull up the weather, do you have any interest here in Seville? Uh, I uh, do if the weather's okay. I don't know I, why this game has a high total. The wind's yeah. supposed to be blowing in from left field at 12 miles an hour. Yeah, that's what I've got. I've got the total at about seven and a half um, in one of my spots. So, man, if somebody has it at 10 right now, we may need to go and pound that under. Wouldn't you think? I mean, just from a sports book perspective, that feels like free money right now. Yeah, I mean, Seville's a good pitcher, too. Um, I, I definitely think that – I think he's in play here. 8,500. Oh, yeah. um, Big time. The strikeouts that this lineup presents, I know he hasn't been pitching great here recently, but if the wind's going to be blowing in, I, I think, um, yeah. Yeah, I, I like it. 8500 like you said, the, pr- the price is fantastic, I think. So he, he's, he's on my list for sure. Um, any interest here in Alizé on the other side? Ah, oh, man. I actually think I do. Um, at 8900 wind blowing in. Um, you know, maybe that negates some of these home runs in the, you know, long pop flies or something like that. Um, and, and maybe that gives them a few extra outs instead of a base hit or a double. Or, and I know that would be more line driving kind of pokes through the zone um, or the shift. But I, I think he's OK. Like, I mean, clearly, you know, we've got a guy that's I, I would consider to be head and shoulders above the rest. I've got another guy that I like more. But if I need the savings, I don't hate it. Yeah, I mean. I don't mind Alize here again. Like if we're going to get this wind, like I'm going to be pulling up weather edge in the morning when Kevin Roth has it posted on the website and just kind of looking through and like, all right, well, what, what am I doing here with these guys? And I think, I think if we're going to have this massive wind and we're going to see the weather really be in the favor of these pitchers, I think they'll, they're both in play, but if the wind is not going to matter. Um, and the good thing about Alize too, I will say that Jose Ramirez is dealing with like a foot injury. That's easily the best bat and the hardest bat he's going to have to get out in this lineup. So if Jose Ramirez is out of the lineup, it's a big bump to Alize as well. Um, All right, let's talk bats here. Cleveland, I mean, this is really going to depend on the weather and if Jose Ramirez is in the lineup or not. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, you know, if Jose Ramirez is out, first of all, I already like the weather. I think, I think, the weather we have previewed is probably going to be pretty good. Either way, um, I like Alizé, and I don't think I'm going to be playing anybody from Cleveland. I think I'm going to let them ride. Even on a small slate, this this will probably be my scratch-off. Um, I don't really – yeah, just, you know, as far as the Cubs go, there's nothing, like, popping. If I'm playing the Cubs, I'm probably stacking them. Because they're expensive too. So if you're playing the Cubs, I think you got to commit to them. Yeah, no, no Cubs. I'm not playing any Cubs. I mean, I I can't do it. Uh, Oakland at Texas is where we go next. We got Frankie Montas against Kyle Gibson facing off in this game, eight and a half total. Oakland's a one thirty favorite. Um, any interest here in Montas? Plenty. Like, Steve, like, this was the guy 
out of this group that I think I will have the most exposure to. Uh, Frankie Montas is kind of at the top of my list, you know, going to be going against a team that strikes out a fair amount, um, you know, and, and they do have power. Don't get me wrong. But I, I really like Montas here at 9,400. I think he's my second favorite pitcher on the slate. Uh, I will have plenty of Montas. Yeah, I mean, it's Texas. <laughs> like, a uh, ton of strikeout upside in this lineup. You know, Texas is a team that they're either going to, like, pummel you with home runs or they're going to strike out a lot, especially against right-handed pitching. They got, what, four guys over 29% against right-handed pitching since the start of last season in their lineup with strikeout rates and only one guy under 20%. So, obviously, Montas has a lot of strikeout upside in this matchup. Um, Gibson on the other side, any interest here in Kyle Gibson? I don't hate Gibson. Like, I don't feel like he's the the worst play on the slate. Um, at 6,300, like, Stevie, I, I think he's probably our cheap guy, right? Like, you know, that that's another reason I don't want to play Odorizzi. Like, Cal Gibson, if you want, I think he's the cheapest you need to go on this slate. I actually think he'll be okay here. Uh, he's got a pretty long leash as long as he's going. You know, we've seen pitch counts of 101, 92, 106, 94, 103, 107. Like, if he's rolling, they will let him go. Stevie, Kyle Gibson, 6,300, he's on the list. The price is super intriguing. The matchup's intriguing. You know, when you're looking at this Oakland lineup, there's a lot of strikeouts in this lineup that people don't even realize. Like, this Garcia guy that's been in there, Pinder's a big strikeout guy. Loriano's a big strikeout guy. Even Chapman, one of the better hitters in the lineup, but he's a big strikeout guy as well. My biggest concern with Gibson in this spot is just the walk rates of these guys. They're a very patient team, and he is a guy that can like walk two to four guys in a start. Um, so that's my biggest concern. But the it's kind of priced into the you know risk here at the price tag of sixty three hundred. When you're looking at pitchers in this range. I mean, there's not many options. So, yeah, I think he's in play for sure. Um, I don't, I don't mind him here. As far as the Oakland bats go, they're they're expensive. Um, you know, this stack is super expensive. So, I think it really depends on like if Gibson's going to get a lot of ownership, then maybe you look at an Oakland stack. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I don't hate Oakland. I mean, it's it's this weird conundrum because it's. Uh... Um, a six-game slate, like, I feel like Oakland's going to be a one-off team. Like, I don't know if I want to stack them, but home run hunting is definitely in the cards for this team. And I think that's the approach I'm going to take. But I, I don't want to stack them against Gibson. Yeah, um, as far as Texas goes, I'm, I don't mind targeting some power bats here. Gallo, Garcia, Lowe, um, just kind of hoping for some power. Willie Calhoun's under 4K, but I'm not going to go out of my way to play Texas here. Yeah, same thing. I think, you know, this is one of those spots where, you know, I'm hopping in plate IQ and I'm trying to identify specific bats and maybe put them in a build. So if I'm running 150 lineups, I may play two or three guys from Texas that I feel like fit what I'm trying to accomplish in terms of pitching profile. But other than that, I am definitely not stacking the Texas Rangers on this slate. All right, moving on. We got Cincinnati at Minnesota. Tyler Molly uh, going up against Jay Happ. This game, 
It didn't have it. The totals come out. It's nine and a half. Um, and Cincinnati is a one seventeen favorite. I don't understand this line. Um, I really don't because I like the Cincinnati bats a lot in this game. And I think Tyler Molly is one of the better pitchers on the slate. Um, so the line scares me a little bit, um, a little respect to Vegas. Sometimes what am I missing here? Will with Tyler Molly? Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't, I don't know what Vegas has done here. I mean, if you look at Molly, he really hasn't had too many bad starts. He had one early. He kind of had, you know, another one here where he put up negative points. Other than that, Steve, I mean, he's been pretty steady. So I, I don't, I don't know what Vegas is looking at here. So I think Molly's on our pitcher list, right? Like he, he's, he's definitely in play. Um, you know, in terms of his uh, his overall numbers for the year, I mean, his K rate has been fantastic. I mean, I don't, uh, I, I don't, I don't know what Vegas is looking at. It's it's very interesting. So I'm pulling up Male's numbers now because when you look at them compared to some of the 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 other top pitchers, the only thing that's a little bit different is just uh, you know. The hard hit rate's at 38%, but that, that's not anything that's too crazy. He's got a 3.92 X trip and a 28% K rate. Like what? I don't know. I, I'm, I'm just not sure what Vegas is looking at here. Is He's 31.9%. The lefties, 24%. The righties, but that that's not – he's going to see a good mix. So I, I don't know. That That's very interesting on that line. I, I think possibly it's the weather and maybe we have a little bit of wind blowing out. What I'm looking at right now – at least on my chart, is the wind might be blowing out the right around 11 miles per hour. We'll see tomorrow. Um, but may, maybe there's a weather portion included in this total where they're thinking it's going to be hot and windy. And if that's the case, that would definitely explain this warped line here. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't get the line. I really don't. Um, I think that – I think Tyler Molly is – I hate to say it, but I, I honestly, I think he's a top pitcher in the slate. Um, I mean, obviously, we could we could talk about Montas. I think Darvish going up against LA is a tough matchup, but I I have a tough time not like having Tyler Molly as like my number one here. Um, and I hope that the line scares some people off. Um, but overall, I think Tyler Molly is just going to go out pitch a really strong game here. It doesn't seem like. Anything's really affected him as far as like umpires checking and all this, like, you know, resin and rosin and stuff like that. Like, you know, he's been pitching really good. Yeah. Like he's been pitching good. (laughs) So, um, I'm, I'm playing Molly here. I like him a lot and I hate Hap. I I think this is a terrible spot for Hap. Listen, man, you know, we talked about Houston. If Houston is over-owned, gosh, man, Cincinnati, I mean, Cincinnati's maybe the top team on the slate anyway before it's all said and done, especially if the weather's in our favor, Stevie. But the, the, the thing is, these guys are priced up. Jonathan India is 5K. Uh, anyway, I know we're not at the bats, but let, let me say, I'm not playing half. Sorry. Zero half. Answer's no. Well, the other thing about Molly, too, that I forgot to even mention is Donaldson didn't play Sunday and Cruz left the game Sunday with, I think it was like neck stiffness or something like that. Um, yeah, neck tightness was Cruz and Donaldson, I think, is dealing with a calf injury. So, like, 
the two best hitters in this lineup might not even be in the lineup and Molly's a, a bear, like barely a favorite. Um, I don't know. Let's talk Cincinnati bats. You mentioned India being expensive. Nick Castellanos is the best play in the slate. I know I say it all the time, but he is ridiculously too cheap. I know Suarez is having a, a tough season, but I, I like Suarez a lot in this spot. Assuming that Tyler Stevenson catches here, I think he's another right-handed bat that you could p- potentially look at. Um, Arcedes Aquino, Aquino. Um, if he's in the lineup, I like him as well. So really good spot here for the Reds. Yeah, and I don't know what Nick Castellanos has to do to get some respect. Maybe the algorithm still thinks he's in Detroit, Stevie, because I don't know why he just he's under 5K every day. This is crazy. But uh, in terms of stacking this team, you, you're definitely going to start with Castellanos. Gosh, man, I, I love Winker. I think I'm just going to have to leave him off. I think I'd start with Castellanos on down, avoid India, avoid Winker. And I don't dislike India. I'm saying if I want to build some quality teams, which pitching isn't crazy today, um, but but Castellanos, Suarez, those would be the anchors of my lineup here. Um, any interest here in Minnesota? No, going to avoid them against Male. Um, no stacking. I think if, if you're playing Minnesota, we're going one-offs. We're not stacking. And I don't even know if I want to do that in this spot. So uh, just going to stick with the Reds and, and move on. Yeah, just especially if Cruz and Donaldson don't play. I mean, Buxton's back, and like that obviously adds um, another bat in this lineup. He's just he's having a stellar season uh, despite his injury. Um, but yeah, I mean, if if Cruz and Donaldson are out of this lineup, it's just not going to be a good lineup overall here. So um, I'm not I'm not looking at these bats right now. Milwaukee at Arizona, nine and a half total. Um, Milwaukee's a 125 favorite. Brett Anderson, Merrill Kelly. Um, any interest here in Brett Anderson? No, I'm not playing Brett Anderson today. No, I think the biggest and easiest way to point this out is Brett Anderson's a low strikeout pitcher facing a team that doesn't strike out against left-handed pitching. Um, so I see I, – I really just don't see any upside to playing Anderson in this spot – uh, do you have any interest here in Merrill Kelly on the other side? Nope. Don't want to play Kelly. Like I said, I, I think today my, my, my litmus test is Kyle Gibson. And I, I, just, I cannot play Merrill Kelly in good faith over Kyle Gibson today. I, I just can't. So he, he's off the list. Yeah, I mean <sighs> – well, I'd be lying to you if I want to dismiss him right now just because I want to look at ownership and any pitcher facing Milwaukee piques my interest. <laughs> I, I mean, like, look at – this team has a 25% K rate against right-handed pitching since the start of last season. Even if we look at this season, it's like 24%. So, I mean – yeah, you're worried about Yelich. You're worried about some of these left-handed power bats, but Kelly actually lets up less power to lefties than he does righties. So I don't know, man. I, I think that any pitcher at this point is in play against Milwaukee. Let's look at ownership. If everybody's going to go down to Kyle Gibson, I think Kelly's a, a really interesting tournament pivot slash leverage play. Um, let's talk bats. Anything standing out to you from Milwaukee? Yes. Um I, I like these lefties, man. I, I really do. Like Omar Navarro. I, I don't mind a Milwaukee stack today against Kelly. Vogelbach, 
Wong, Yelich, Navarez, JVJ. Uh, I'm in on it. I, I, I'm here for it. I would absolutely play the Milwaukee Brewers against Kelly. I think this is a good secondary stack for me and my Bills. Avisel Garcia, I, I know I talked about the lefties, but I've I played a lot of Avisel this year. Uh, he's been hitting pretty well. Um, yeah, I mean, I would stack them if I was going to play them just because I don't necessarily love them. The prices are definitely affordable. Um, as far as like Arizona goes here, I mean, Kettle Marte, this is a great spot for him. Um, I really like Kettle Marte in this spot. I mean, I think this team is, is super stackable because like, like I said, they don't really strike out. Escobar is good against lefties. If Cabrera is in there, um, I wish Kelly was in there, but like you're getting Christian Walker probably. He's 3,600. Uh, what are your thoughts here on Arizona? Yeah, I'm with you, man. I- I'm in Christian Walker, 36. I don't even mind David Peralta, 26. Uh, my man, Eddie Escobar, 44. This team, I mean, they're cheap. I like them. I think they can put up some runs. They'll be at home. Uh, I know they'll have a few lefties, you know, penciled in there, but I don't care. Uh, if they can get to Anderson early, uh, he'll be out of the game and we'll get a little bit of bullpen. Milwaukee does have a fairly good bullpen, but I, I'm not worried about it, man. I, I think I think they can do enough damage early to, to get us where we need to be. We finish it out with the Dodgers and the Padres. We got you, Darvish, Julio Urias facing off in this game. Six and a half total. Padres a slight favorite here, 120. I can't remember the last time the Dodgers weren't a favorite on a slate. Um, I don't know if somebody has like a running total of that or not, but I feel like they're always favorited in every game. Um, any interest here in Julio Urias? Man, I I feel like I should because he has been a really good pitcher. But, I mean, I, I'm not playing him over Tyler Malley today. I'm not playing him over uh, Frankie Montas which is probably going to make him a great tournament play, but, but I think I'll be okay. I'm going to pass on Julio today. If Tatis does not play, he's expected to play here with the shoulder. It wasn't anything major, but if Tatis doesn't play, I think Urias is in play. And I think Tatis makes that much of a difference on a lineup, just like Trout makes that much difference on a lineup. Uh, so I think it's in a dead pen on the lineup here. And like, this is the late game. You might not get this lineup. It might shift ownership a little bit here because I don't think a lot of people will be paying attention to lineups for this late game. Um, and then the other side, Darvish, Muncie, Seeger, and Bellinger are all really close to being back, but it all sounds like they're going to be back Tuesday or Wednesday. We might get one more day with a Cape cupcake uh, Dodgers lineup. Yeah, man. I mean, that's kind of why I like Darvish. He, he was absolutely at the top of my list. I know he's kind of been sporadic, uh, but at 10-2, I'm willing to roll the dice on him unless, unless we get really high ownership. And we very, very well may. If we do, if I'm in any type of single entry, three entry max, I'm probably fading Darvish and, and taking my chances with Malley and Montas, that type of combination. I like that uh, tremendously on this slate, but uh, if all if all else, if he's just in a normal ownership range, let's say twenty to thirty percent, I think I'd be willing to play Darvish on this slate for sure, with a possible watered down Dodgers lineup. 
Uh, I think it's. I think both of these pitchers and both of these lineups all depend on like who's in the lineup. Um, if the Dodgers are, if the three main guys are still out, I think you're just kind of beating Betts and Turner. And Darvish is good against righties. Um, so I don't. I don't want to go out of my way to play the bats in this game. Well, I think that this is a game you're probably looking at these two pitchers or just hoping that game does you know be like a two to three game. Yeah, for sure. I couldn't agree more, my friend. Couldn't agree more. All right, let's play the morning grind game, and then we're going to get out of here. Um, under 8K to get six or more strikeouts. Um, anybody down here? Man, I'm going my boy, Cal Gibson. <laughs> That's who I'm going with. I kind of figured. Um, I'm going to go I'm gonna go Merrill Kelly just because he's facing Milwaukee and um, anything can happen. Over 8K to score under 15. Who's your bust today? Um, whoo, this is a tough one. I legitimately feel like all these guys can go over 15, but just for kicks, let, let's go Julio. Let, let, let's go Urias, b- banking on the fact that uh, Tetis is going to play. Um, all right. Give me a Seville, I guess. Tim Morales day for me. Um, I think Molly, Montas, Darvish, Urias all get there. I think all six of these guys get there um, for what it's worth. Um, over 4K to hit a home run. Who do you got? Um, I, I, Listen, friend of the pod, Stevie. Friend of the pod. Can I guess? Go ahead. Nick Cassianos. Absolutely. It's Castellanos. It's crazy. These prices. I'm gonna go Trey Mancini. I like it. He hit two. Trey hit two against. Uh, um, who are they playing today? Toronto. Hit two. Man, good call. Good call. Um, under 4K to get two hits. Who do you like today on the cheap side? Michael Brantley, 3900. All right, I like that one. Um, oh, be honest, I don't love a lot of cheap bats. Just kind of looking through here really quick. I know there's somebody that I'm missing um, on the cheap side. I don't know if this guy would get like a home run or anything, but I think two hits is definitely in the realm of possibilities. Give me Freddie Galvis um, in this spot. You got a stack to score six or more runs today? I do. Um, I'm going to go with this is going to be off the board, off the wall. Clearly, you know, I like Cincinnati, um, but I'm trying to get a little bit more contrarian. And I know they strike out a lot. Give me the Milwaukee Brewers against Merrill Kelly, especially these lefties. Wow. All right. All right. Um, I'm going to go to the Reds. Shocking. Yeah. No. <laughs> Uh, any bets standing out to you here night before? If if we can still get this Cleveland Cubs game at, at 10 and a half, Stevie, uh, let's go get that right now. Um, if it's still out there, that's the one that stands out to me that could be way off here come, you know, even early morning. Yeah, two books have it 10 and a half. One book has a seven and a half. So you really have to shop that one. So. Um, I'm going to take the Reds minus 115 because I think it's a joke. Um, I like the Reds a lot on this slate. So 
Uh, well, always fun. We'll be back yeah, tomorrow. Man. You'll be back tomorrow Ooh. with Grant episode Can't 1000. Wait. We're going to give out some premium here. I'm super excited for it. So that's going to wrap it up for today. We'll be back tomorrow. Hope everyone crushes. Good luck, everyone. We'll see you guys again tomorrow.